0: Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 118. This episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast is proudly brought to you by the Mums with Hustle e-learning store. If you're serious about improving your understanding of Instagram as a marketing platform for your business, and you're ready to invest in further learning and professional development in this area for yourself, then I want you to head over to store mumswithhustle.com Whether it's brushing up on your understanding of Instagram via one of my three Instagram eBooks or going a bit further and booking yourself in for an Instagram audit and possibly even a private one-on-one coaching session with me, all of that is available over at store.mumswithhustle.com. So check it out because any social media platform is really only as good as the user itself. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Now, on to today's episode, which is actually about Instagram stories. Let's start with a fact. Did you know that one third of Instagram users are using Instagram stories each day? And when I say using, I mean they're either creating their own Instagram stories or they are viewing your Instagram stories. That equates to approximately 300 million people using Instagram stories every day. So you got to show up there, girl. And if you are on there, you have got to be bringing the goods every time because as more and more users take to using Instagram stories, it will become harder to get noticed. Now, the super exciting thing about Instagram stories is that viewers are engaging more than just by viewing. They are sending DMs and participating in the latest polls on your Instagram stories. And they're able to share stories with their peers as well. Did you know that one in five Instagram stories actually receives a DM? which is amazing, I believe, because people are getting clients and bookings and making sales by using DM as a customer service tool. Instagram stories really is a fantastic way for you to show up authentically and connect with your audience. And of course, walk with them in that follower to customer journey. So that is why I really wanted to bring you this episode today because Instagram stories in the scheme of things on Instagram is still relatively new and the more we learn about it, the more we begin to figure out what things the users or the viewers are loving and what things they are really not loving and actually finding quite frustrating to say the least. Now, this episode is particularly insightful for you if you have a target audience that is female, predominantly mums, aged between 25 and 34, and residing in Australia. If you have ever wondered what Instagram stories content your audience wants to see and the content that they don't want to see, then this is the episode for you. And on that, I have also gone one step further and I have created you a freebie cheat sheet of 20 simple and highly effective ideas for Instagram stories. I'll tell you how to get that cheat sheet a little bit further on in the podcast. So stick with me. All right, so a little bit of background to this episode before I dive into the do's and the don'ts on Instagram stories. Okay, so I put the question out there on my Instagram stories at Mums with Hustle because I knew that this segment of my audience were right into Instagram stories. And I basically just got on there and I said, hey, everyone, I am researching right now for an upcoming podcast episode on the Mums with Hustle podcast um, into the types of content that you love to see businesses and brands share on Instagram stories and the types of content that you'd really rather not see or the types of content that causes you to unfollow and disengage. Now, I invited people to respond to those questions via direct message and I was flooded with responses, which I am very, very grateful for. And, you know, with that, I had to do my absolute best to kind of organize and and categorize the responses that I did receive. And it actually, given the crazy amount of responses that I did receive, it actually wasn't that difficult because Right away, I could see some very clear trends when it came to frustrations and annoyances, and I could see some very clear trends um, about the absolute must-do favorite types of content that people love to see. And so that is what I am bringing for you today. So let's start with the positive stuff, right? Okay, number one, the number one category of things that people loved seeing on their Instagram stories was authenticity. Okay, when people said authenticity, this is what they meant. And sometimes I literally wrote back and tried to get a little bit more information from them because the last thing that I wanted to do was just assume what someone was speaking about. So I did dive in a lot deeper with some follow-up questions um, with some of the people that responded to me via DM. So when it came to authenticity, this was a big, big standout. Okay, People were saying that they love seeing business owners and brands being genuine and open. They loved seeing the rawness, the realness of being a mom in business or the realness of being an entrepreneur. They loved seeing what is unstaged. They loved seeing authentic content. Here's literally um, some quotes from some of the responses that I got when it came to authentic content. Okay, I love seeing serious business people being a bit silly. That was one. Here's another one. I love gorgeous kids' bedrooms and having a virtual tour around, and I also love seeing inside of people's fridges. Hey, there you go. Quite interesting, hey? Um, Here's another one. I just love seeing how mums are kicking butt and smashing their goals by achieving what they desire. And this one came up a lot as well. I love seeing authentic videos of people just doing normal things or sharing their favorite products in their own home. Show me more personal, everyday stuff and real-life stories. So how freeing is that to hear? Because I know that there are a lot of business owners out there creating Instagram stories and a lot of people who have even been hesitant to share their first Instagram story because they are feeling like the background has to look perfect or their appearance has to be perfect on any given day. And can I just tell you, honestly, the amount of responses that I got that said, I just want to see people keeping it real. I want real raw stuff, everyday stuff, behind the scenes stuff, um, Go on. Like, if that is not a big enough invitation to just do it, okay, maybe you're feeling a little bit insecure, but no one is watching that Instagram story thinking anything negatively about you. They just want you to show up. All right. So, the second uh, biggest category when it came to what you should be sharing, what people are loving on Instagram stories at the moment, is the quality of content. So this one I really had to dive in a little bit more and, and ask some further questions of the people that responded. And this was quite a biggie. So I'm just going to read this one out um, because in a nutshell, it really reflects a lot of the responses that I was having coming coming in. Um, so I also love when people put in actual effort into telling their story. They're using great images They've taken time to size them to the story's size. They're using good quality graphics and it's just so much more engaging. Now you might be thinking, oh, hang on a second, you just said go on and show the rawness and the messy room and, and the mum bun. <laughs> um, and now you're hearing that people love to see um you know, Instagram stories that are using great images and resized and engaging fonts and all of that. There is definitely a time and a place to use both, but I think it is about having a nice balance and not feeling like every time you jump on Instagram stories, it has to be, you know, super high quality content. People are also really loving it when they view someone's Instagram stories and it has got a mix of um, modes or a mix of features sprinkled throughout the set of stories. So for example, there might be a few clips where someone is speaking direct to the camera And then the following clip might just have some text on a coloured background. And then the following clip might be a bit of a boomerang. And then the next clip might be them speaking again direct to the camera. So it's telling your story but using variety so that you keep the attention and you keep your audience engaged across all of the clips because that is the goal of a set of Instagram stories. You want that viewer retention from that first clip. You want that first clip to absolutely hook them, and then you want them to watch right through to the final um, clip in your set of Instagram stories. Here's a really great one that I'm going to share just as a quote from someone that answered via DM. Okay. She says, I love when people put more of the photos that they have taken in their stories that relates back to the post that they just shared on Instagram. I even love seeing the bloopers. And I have to say, that is actually one of my favorite things as well. I love when I can see something really cool or beautiful or inspiring on someone's Instagram feed. And then when I check out their Instagram stories that day, they're actually telling more of that story through the clips that they're sharing in stories. And yes, even the bloopers or the photos that didn't quite make it onto the Instagram feed. That's really cool to see. All right. The third major category that came up for the things that people are loving seeing on Instagram stories is when, dun, dun, dun. Can you guess? It is when you actually speak to the camera. And I know firsthand from speaking to business owners every day that this one is quite terrifying if you have a bit of a fear of video. But I'm going to read out to you a quote from someone that pretty much says it in a nutshell um, when, you know, why you need to be doing this, why this is so powerful. All right, here we go. She says, videos are my favourite because I love seeing the faces of the accounts that I love to follow. I love it when they have an actual conversation with me. It can be about anything. I just love getting to know the real people behind the brands. It makes it so much more personal and it makes me more likely to buy. <gasps> that last part, it makes me more likely to buy. And we know this because video is proven to be the fastest and most effective way to build that know, like, and trust factor. And when you've got all of those pieces of the puzzle, that's when someone goes from merely being a follower to being a customer, a client, and a raving fan that tells their friends. Now, when it comes to talking to the camera, I want you to stick with me because in a moment, we're going to dive into some of the do not do's or definitely do less of when it comes to Instagram stories. And talking to the camera comes up um, as something. There are some do's and, and do not's. When it comes to speaking directly to the camera on Instagram Stories. So stick with me because I'm about to cover that stuff in a moment. But another great thing that you will want to be incorporating into your Instagram Stories strategy is showing sneak peeks and behind the scenes. And I think this one links strongly to the authenticity. That stories users were saying that they just love and they want more of. So sneak peeks and behind the scenes include, you know, sneak peeks um, of new products or upcoming products that you may have or services, sneak peeks of you working on your latest course or program or offering. The viewers particularly love seeing the making and the creating process in action. They love looking at workspaces, workshops, storage rooms, what's on your desk, office spaces, all of that stuff. They like being taken along for to experience a day in the life of you. And again, I'm going to share some of those ideas, content ideas in the freebie checklist that I have created for you where I actually will, um, I've jotted down 20 Really great ideas, content ideas for sharing on Instagram stories. So if you're wondering, oh, what what should I be showing then? Or I need some actual ideas, Tracy, to get me started, sit tight because I you're gonna love that cheat sheet. Because what I'm running through here in this episode is what people are loving seeing and what people are not loving seeing. But the content upgrade, this freebie that I've made for you is going to actually tell you how, okay, how to actually share that stuff. Okay, so we have made it now to the uncool things, Um, the things not to be sharing or to be doing far less of on Instagram stories. But before I jump into that, let's kind of recap the must do's or the things that you need to be doing more of. So number one was authenticity. Number two is the quality of your content. Number three is speaking directly to the camera. And number four is using sneak peeks and behind the scenes. Okay. So on to the uncool things of the things to avoid and do less of coming in at number one was too much promotion. The general consensus here is that, you know, people don't mind us promoting our products and our services a couple of times in a story or in each sequence of stories is fine, but just using Instagram stories to sell, 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 they are finding, and this is a quotation again, boring and quite frankly, annoying. There's definitely an art to promoting your goods and services in Instagram stories, and that includes warming people up first. So, you know, if you are speaking to the camera, say good morning, um, give them some sort of value first, answer a frequently asked question, um, ask them how they are, share a resource, share a tip, something, and then invite them to learn more through Your product or through your service. In terms of influencer marketing or influencers and bloggers jumping on their Instagram stories and plugging or recommending a product, it was mentioned by several people that responded to my question that they really just don't like when an influencer jumps on their stories and blatantly just starts speaking about a product or promoting a product without there being a link or a purpose to the other stories clips that came before that. It's literally kind of just out of nowhere, hey, guys, I'm using this and I love it and you should check it out or use my code. Um, People are writing in and saying that they find that quite disingenuous and a little bit jarring. So key takeaways from that. Promotion is fine. Just make sure that it is set up in a sequence of stories and it's not just promotion for promotion's sake. All right, the second really uncool thing that people are not loving um, relates to something that came up in things that they are ah, loving. So uh, the talking to the camera. So while an overwhelming amount of people said they do love it when people actually speak, um, you know, front onto the camera, it did come up as something that they do find relatively annoying as well when they go about it in the wrong way. And I refer to this as the talking head. And, you know, sometimes you guys just say it better than I do. So I'm just going to quote someone again here without giving their name. I like to keep everyone anonymous. Um, But this lady says, what I hate is too many clips and an entire conversation broken up into 20 stories. I lose focus and I just find myself skipping to the next account. Here's another one, pretty much the same thing. I'm not keen on someone's stories when they speak to the camera in the same position for like 10 stories in a row. This one was quite interesting. She says, I'm a little bit over people speaking to their camera. I can't listen half the time because I'm feeding my baby when I'm on my phone. So it's kind of pointless to have endless clips Of them speaking direct to camera. So key takeaway there, ladies, limit the amount of clips where you are speaking direct to camera. Three clips, four clips is fine, but definitely try to mix up the modes, mix up the features, keep it fun, chuck in a boomerang, pop on a a filter, mix in some text, don't just keep it 10 or 20 clips of the talking head. Okay, this one came up a lot as well um, in terms of video and, and the talking head. Uh, people are not loving when you do not have a nice, clear and succinct way of delivering your story with intention and purpose. In other words, you're speaking super slow with no direction. It's kind of just lagging. It's just not getting anywhere. So, simply know what you want to say and just say it. And this one was interesting. Came up quite a bit. People not looking at the camera but speaking to the side. Now, I didn't quite know that 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 was a thing, um, but I was DM'd some examples of people doing it. And yeah, it's a thing. There are some people out there um, holding the camera kind of to the side, ABBA styles. And um, it is very interesting. And I did ask Mr. Hustle, um, my husband, about that as well. And he was like, yeah, he sees it all the time. Um, And he found it very jarring as well. Now, when you do that, the perception seems to be that you're too cool to be making eye contact, um, or you're simply too busy or disinterested. It just creates, um, a disconnect. So if you're going to be using video and you've got something to say, make some eye contact. Third category on the list of super uncool things to do on your Instagram stories um, is when Negative Nancy comes to visit. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Um, people are not loving negativity when it comes to Instagram stories. And I do have to preface this with the fact that, you know, I did ask an audience of really ambitious, positive. Um, women, I guess. So it's very telling of the crowd that I have, um, following me and viewing my stories at Mums with Hustle. So that was really nice to know that I have a very positive tribe. Um, and I'm hoping that you do as well. But in general, people are not loving Instagram stories where they have to listen to moaning or whinging. Um, they are have said they're not enjoying hearing people complain about their day, complain about their kids, complain about their neighbors. Someone says here, and I've got the little air quotes going again. I don't mind hearing a little bit of the, I'm feeling so (laughs) shh at the moment, but there's literally someone on Instagram stories who complains on every single story Every single time she jumps on and I have just had to unfollow her, I simply cannot handle it. So it seems that while you want people to be really authentic, you also do not just want a constant state of negativity, which I totally get and appreciate. Someone else says, whinging really annoys me. There is such a fine line between, OMG, yes, I feel you, to me just giving a massive eye roll and swiping to the next story. And this last one made me a little bit sad to know that this is going on, but, hey, it's the era we live in and it's social media, so it can't come as too much much of a surprise. But someone has said, well several people have said seeing someone be mean and nasty or making nasty comments about another person or business. Mm. So there you go. We need to be checking Negative Nancy at the door before we jump onto our Instagram stories. Now that being said, I do know for a fact that people do respond to vulnerability and authenticity. And they've said it themselves, they they value that in Instagram stories as well. I think where it gets a little bit much is when it's a series of clips um, just, you know, going on and on about a negative aspect of their day or their lives and where time and time again, it just starts to be the overwhelming um, thread of content that some people are just sharing on Instagram stories. So just remember, if you're not having a great day, cool, jump on, say it, but then have a bit of an onwards and upwards attitude and share something positive in your future stories clips. Number four on the list of really uncool things to share on Insta stories is irrelevant content. What do we mean by that? This one's quite funny and it came up a lot. And the way that this particular um, woman wrote about it did make me lol. So I'm going to read it out with my air quotes again. She says, I really dislike seeing people's feet walking. Lol, what is up with that? Seriously, if you're going somewhere, show me the place. If you're talking, show me your face or something interesting. End quotation marks. So, yeah, the, um, the walking feet really did get mentioned quite a few times. I'm guilty of doing it myself. I think that's why I lolled when I read it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it is a very typical kind of Instagram stories thing to show. Um, maybe we need to be showing less of that. Another example of irrelevant content um, is when there's just random selfies put up on business or brands' Instagram stories on repeat without meaning. That got mentioned quite a bit. Um, Odd food stories or makeup tips from store owners when it actually has nothing to do with their brand or business. That got brought up um, and I think that is so classically reflective of the Instagram user and the Instagram platform. We know that Instagram users love consistency. And when they click follow, it's kind of like them subscribing to their favorite magazine. And when they do that, they expect to find a particular aesthetic with consistency. Partic- they want to experience consistent content. And so when you kind of get a little bit random. Um, and throw something new into the mix, it can disrupt or it can kind of break that trust or muddy your marketing message. So make sure that you are staying true and on brand with the content that you're sharing on Instagram stories. Other forms of irrelevant content includes eating while doing Instagram stories, seeing babies and children crying in the background, Random videos just chucked up with little effort and no explanation. So this irrelevant content to me um, really just speaks of the need for having structure for your Instagram stories, which is something that I teach through one of my other freebies, my ultimate Instagram stories planner, I can link to that one in the show notes for this episode. So if you want to grab that, if you're not sure about how to structure an Instagram story or what you should have in the first clip versus the middle versus your last clip, then this is really a great free resource for you and I'll make sure that I link to that in the show notes. And finally, the fifth and final category or thing that people cannot... Stand seeing on Instagram stories is perfection, which really links nicely to the thing that people love seeing the most on your Instagram stories, which is your authenticity. There was an overwhelming response um, when it comes to things, you know, not having to be picture perfect in your Instagram stories. People are saying, I see enough of that perfection in people's feeds. People are not loving it when you rock up to Instagram stories and every single time you have got a puppy dog filter or some type of filter or the sunglasses on. I think that's cool from time to time, especially if you're trying to keep engagement across all of the clips in your current set of stories. And, hey, even if you're not having a, you know, super confident day, chuck on a filter. There's no harm in that. I definitely do that. And I even say to my tribe, today is a filter necessary day because I'm tired. And, you know, I think that's totally cool and they relate to that. Um, Where it's not cool is when that becomes the only way that you show up. So use those face filters sparingly and show us the real you. And finally, what came up in terms of perfection is that people are not necessarily loving, only seeing the easy, glamorous sides of motherhood because they're feeling like you're not being entirely real or you are withholding the hard parts of motherhood by only showing the glam, the easy, the what's working and how amazing everything is and how your children are achieving all this great greatness or sleeping through the night and they just want more authenticity. Now, you may be listening to this episode and completely nodding um, along in agreement, or you might be like, oh, yeah, I can see that. But actually, that's not the case with my audience and how they respond to my Instagram stories. Um, and that's cool because this really is just a segment, as I said, of a female audience, predominantly mums, aged between 25 and 34. Uh, as I said, we are a very positive tribe of people, um, mostly residing in Australia. And yeah, if this is your target demographic, then you might want to consider some of the things that were shared in this episode. But if you know more about your audience, of course, then take some of this stuff lightly with a grain of salt. Now, if you are ready to grab yourself my list of 20 content ideas for creating Instagram stories that people want to view, then you can jump over now to the show notes because there's a link there for you to grab that list or simply head over now to mumswithhustle.com slash stories. This episode and that freebie really are the perfect pairing to get you creating Instagram stories with confidence and also purpose. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, or even if this is your first episode, but you are enjoying it, please take two minutes to jump over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Leave me a comment as well using the hashtag MWHInstatribe. If you would like to enter my little monthly iTunes competition where I actually go in, I read the reviews and I will select one person a month to gift them my three part Instagram ebook series. That's right. All you have to do to win that this month is head over to leave me a review on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating, a comment, and use the hashtag MWH InstaTribe, and I know you are in it to win it. Have a good one, lovely, and stay happy in your hustle.